This is the News of the Week, brought to you by the Gotham City Herald and Gotham Public Radio, with your host, Alexander Knox. Welcome to the program. I'm Alexander Knox. Vicki Bell will join us later today with an update on the happenings of Bruce Wayne, as well as other public interest stories. First, a quick update on last week's raid by police. If you are present at the scene and have not yet been inoculated for bat bites, you must do so immediately. These inoculations are free of charge and are available at Gotham City Health Center, located at 222 Glover Avenue. People, these shots are better than rabies. Again, that address is 222 Glover Avenue. Batman hasn't been seen since the tenement raid last week by police. The only evidence left by Batman was a stolen three-piece suit. Batman broke into a men's clothing store and stole the suit to aid in his escape. The surprising thing is that he left money on the counter for the suit. Now to our headlines. Hero officer James Gordon has arrested Jefferson Skeevers, a major player in the suspected Falcone crime family. We'll also discuss how Harvey Dent may use this arrest to take on the mob and possible police corruption. We'll also talk about the fallout from the police tactics used last week during the tenement raid. But first, a quick message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you in part by Gotham City Glass Repair. Do you have large Gothic windows that need to be replaced? Gotham Glass Repair specializes in repairing and replacing old, ornate glasswork. In buildings more than a century old, Gotham City Glass Repair maintains our city's history. James Gordon has made another major arrest in his attempt to take on the mob. Using evidence gathered two weeks ago after the drug bust by Batman, Gordon was able to tie Jefferson Skeevers to the scene. Skeevers is believed to be a low-level member of the Falcone crime family who is in charge of disseminating drugs to dealers. His arrest could seriously hurt the Falcone organization's ability to sell narcotics on the streets. It is believed that Skeevers may have information on the hierarchy of the suspected Falcone crime family, and it was hoped that his arrest might lead to further arrest. Although hopes that Skeevers would flip on corrupt police officers and city crime bosses were quickly quelled when Judge Rafferty set bail during a preliminary hearing, Skeevers was able to pay the $200,000 bail and was released. This has some questioning the actions of Assistant DA Harvey Dent, who didn't do anything to block the release of Skeevers. Normally, in cases like this, he would at the very least file an injunction to withhold bail. But in court, he didn't even put up a protest when the judge set bail. Judge Rafferty was so surprised that he asked Dent to clarify that he wasn't putting up any type of resistance. Some have called his actions despicable and are questioning if he is working for the mob, although this seems unlikely considering his long record of combating organized crime. It is unclear what Dent is attempting to do, but we believe that he is building a case against the Falcone crime family by going after low-ranking members like Jefferson Skeevers, or possibly Detective Flass. Perhaps if Dent applies enough pressure, he can get one of the men to flip. 
There are growing questions of abuse of power by the police after their raid on the tenement building last week. The explosive device used killed three homeless men who were squatting in the building. And it has the public wondering who in the department has the authority to order the use of explosives. The Herald sources in the GCPD indicate to us that it is most likely Commissioner Loeb himself who ordered the bombing. As of now, the GCPD has not released an official statement on the bombing or the accidental deaths. The only official statement was to tell us that Sergeant Howard Brandon was placed on medical leave after he was injured during the raid. The commissioner seemed to overreach in his attempt to capture Batman, and it seems to have alienated some members of city government. For now, Mayor Stokes has also remained silent, but members of city council have come out against Loeb's leadership. Mayoral candidate Wilson Class has even called for Loeb to step down. We also learn that Detective Sarah Essen, James Gordon's partner, has requested a transfer to another precinct. This raid is having a noticeable effect on the entire police department. We'll keep you up to date on this story as it develops. Now, another quick message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you in part by Ace Chemicals. Ace Chemicals is a proud supporter of public radio and a leading employer of Gotham City residents. Ace Chemicals, today's solutions for tomorrow's problems. Now to Vicki Vale with a more upbeat story, The Happenings of Bruce Wayne. Vicki. Thanks, Alex. The eccentric Bruce Wayne has disappeared yet again. This time, he popped up at a ski lodge in Vermont. He rented out the entire resort and threw a lavish bash with celebrity friends. Apparently, Mr. Wayne must have had a little too much fun, as he had a nasty fall during an ill-advised night ski he was spotted walking around the grounds of his palatial mansion with a cane. This is having a negative effect on his company. Experts say that he has driven down the share price of his company. The rarely quoted Bruce Wayne actually went on record with me saying, I'm not worried about the drop in stock prices, and I'm sure they'll go back up. Vicki, I'm told you're following another story for us today? That's right, Alex. I'm standing outside Gotham's General Hospital, where hero cop Lieutenant James Gordon and his wife have just welcomed their first child. They're keeping information on the baby's name pretty tight-lipped, but I was able to talk to a nurse who told me that the child was healthy and that the parents couldn't be happier. We got a quick glimpse of the young family as they left the hospital on their way home. Sorry to interrupt, Vicki. We're following a developing story. Apparently, Gordon and his wife were stopped on their way home. A group of four men kidnapped their young baby and drove off. Gordon then commandeered a motorcycle and is now in pursuit of the kidnappers. We're going to go live to the GCN News Chopper with Mike Engel, who is following the chase as it happens. Mike? That's right, Alex. We've been following the chase for about five minutes. Gordon is right on the tail of the kidnappers' vehicle. The kidnappers have been firing Gordon, but he's not firing back. Clearly, he doesn't want to miss and hit his child. Hold on. The car is turning onto Miyagani Bridge. Gordon just fired. He hit the tire. The car lost control and skidded into the bridge's barriers. Gordon is off the motorcycle. He's running towards the car. One of the larger kidnappers has knocked Gordon down with the car door. The large man is holding the baby. 
It appears that he has a knife. The man just lunged at Gordon with the knife. They're struggling. Oh no, the baby went over the side of the bridge. Now Gordon is over the side of the bridge. A cyclist has also jumped over the side of the bridge. The cyclist is getting up out of the water. He's holding the baby. The cyclist must have caught the child. Gordon is getting up now too. Hold on, I can't, I can't see if the child is okay. I'm going to zoom in. I can see movement. The baby is alive. Oh, thank God. C can you tell me who the cyclist is? No, he's wearing a motorcycle helmet. I can't see a face. He's giving the child back to Gordon, and it looks like the cyclist isn't waiting around. He's running away now. Do you think it could be Batman? No, that's silly. We're going to turn back to the kidnappers. Sorry, everyone, we're out of time for this week. If you want to keep following this story, tune in to GCN's coverage. I'm Alexander Knox. Until next week, this has been the Gotham City Herald Weekly Podcast. Thanks for listening. Today's producers have been Frank Miller and David Masicelli, with executive production help by Bill Finger, Bob Kane, and myself. Today's music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Staff researchers this week were Lucy Stewart and Riley Davis. This episode was made in partnership with Gotham Public Radio and District of Columbia Media Group.